Be with Jesse Claude, Voodoo Saloon is the short film played at the Female uh, Feedback Film Festival. It's a big, it's a film, it's really a family film, but it's a film about a character who can tell the date of anybody, of uh, the, the day that they die, anybody she touches. So it leads to the question of like, we'll get to your film in a second, but it leads to the question is, do you want to know when you die? So I'm watching the film. I'm like, you know what? I do want to know when I die. So that's my answer to my question. So that leads up to that ideological question. But so that's the question. The first question to you, do you want to know when you die? Oh, well, I don't think so. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it would spoil everything. I think, uh, I think it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way, because of course, like one day, you know, but you sort of start imagining the way you're going to die. And I think it's maybe sometimes even worse because if you're healthy and nothing wrong is going on in your life, you'll, you'll probably feel like, oh, it's going to be an accident. So is it going to be a car accident? Is it going to be a plane accident? I mean, and, you know, I even thought about some characters, like when they know when they're going to die, they might not even feel brave enough to face it in like quote unquote and will just off themselves so it would become a self-fulfilling prophecy so I you just you you lock yourself in a hole or you lock yourself in the bathroom all day when the day that you're gonna die too yeah yeah and then a brick falls down from the roof and that's it yeah. But, but you can prepare your life though right like so say it says I'm gonna die when I'm like 70 whatever so it's like okay I can so now I can strategically plan out the rest of my life so yeah but it's sort of absurd because we do know that we're gonna die as humans I know we don't need like it's not even something that is a question so if instead we were just living as if we were gonna die tomorrow I know it's pretty cheesy to say but in the end it is sort of a you know why waste the time you have now just live it now (laughs) you know So when did you come up, you wrote the screenplay as well. So when did you come up with this idea for this film? Well, it was when COVID started pretty much. Um, You could say it was very, I don't know, in in the the whole situation was pretty dramatic all over the world. And (laughs) yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, um, but I think the, the concept really came from um, my great grandmother passing. And uh, basically the last conversation I had with her was a year before that maybe. And I really felt something weird. Like I, I knew that I sort of wasn't going to talk to her ever again. You have the gift then, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I had that gift at this very particular moment. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get that. You just have feelings for about something. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. Sort of this weird intuition. And yeah. I don't get super mystical about stuff, but except like when this happened and when I learned that she had passed away, um, it was during COVID. And all of a sudden I was like, wow, that feeling was real and somehow... I mean, if I can imagine that someone could have that for other people, then what would their life be like? And so on and so on. So I really wanted still to keep it in the family. So that's sort of why it's surprising that um, I guess you don't see the character going out in life and telling people when they're going to die. It just it really is a closed setting about her life and her family through that situation. Yeah, like I said, it's really at the top. It's really a film about family. It's really a film about these two sisters. And 
And, you know, like, it's almost like a, uh, a film about everybody has their own gifts and strengths and weaknesses. And it's like dealing with those kind of like our parameters with like within relationships, if that makes any sense. Like we all like, sometimes there's jealousy. Sometimes there's like, there's confusion of like the empathy of like what person, what person goes through in their life. Yeah. I thought it was a really interesting film and that kind of dynamic. Like you're, it's like people could say it's like a gadget film, but it's really not. It's really a film about these two sisters, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I sort of, um, it's always difficult for me to talk about like very personal experiences and talk about family. So I always sort of put this supernatural element to it that kind of makes it feel like it's a bit further away from me. Like it's a bit more remote from myself, but uh, deep down, yeah, it, it very much is about, yeah. Um, like the, the difficulties of communication within family. Yeah. Because sometimes you're so close to, uh, people in your family but at the same time you're not really it's like you're never really tackling those very deep complicated subjects yet there's there's a lot of secrets there's a lot of stuff that you never really mention and you just live on with it but they're family so um I yeah I, I feel like I wanted to talk about that too the the the, the yeah the struggles of communicating either your yeah. love or your problems with sometimes the people that you're the closest with um, yeah. <laughs> so you made this film at Sydney Film School? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So how was that process? Did you have to, like to pitch the idea? Like what was the process of getting the film made? Honestly, I, um, I feel like I was pretty lucky because I went to other film schools and this particular film school was pretty much um, do, do whatever you want to do, write what you want to write you're going to have feedback and you're going to be pointed in certain directions and given advice, but they were never going to tell, you no, your film is not going to be made or you should change completely the subject. So it was very much, you could very much write what you wanted to write, what felt right to you. And um, so, yeah, you had to pitch the ideas, but you had to make them interesting at yeah. least. <laughs> Like, um, even if you knew that your idea, were, your idea would still sort of be validated, then you could do the film. You still had to, you know, put in the work and uh, make tweaks and changes where um, other students or, or teachers would tell you, OK, this needs to work. This needs to work in a certain way, et cetera. So, yeah, yeah we had a few um, feedback sessions. And but I, I wrote the screenplay very quickly, I think. And it was just like at the back of my mind. And when it, when the process of making our uh, thesis films for um, the end of the year started, I just thought, oh, well, I'm just going to send that. It's already written and I know already what it looks like. It's one location too, right? So it's, yeah. yeah. So did yeah. you, did you, so is everybody who worked on the film, like your DP, your editor, sound, they all were part of the film school? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They were my classmates. Um, so um, the the process is that you get your classmates to help you on the day of shooting and sometimes in the preparation process, but then you're pretty much on your own for everything else. So writing, directing, and then editing, it's all on you. It's your film. Producing, I guess too, right? Yeah. Producing. Yeah. Sourcing um, some of the, some of the accessories, some of the clothes, um yeah just yeah just pretty much doing everything on your own and then you get your classmates to help you on the day to shoot 
and you also have to cast the actresses, of course. I was just going to like get there. So the yeah, how, where did you find your two leads? Um, honestly, I think I put out uh, an ad on was it Star Now? I think it's yeah, I think it's Star Now. It's pretty used within film schools and um, semi-professional um, um, short films or okay. films just in Australia in Sydney. Um, and yeah, I just sent, um, messages to a bunch of actresses. Um, and I think these two, uh, actresses that are in my film, uh, Bella and Stephanie were the first two that I had in audition. And I was really, yeah, I was, I was amazed by them, uh, by the, the natural way in which they could play something that was so tricky. And then I had you know, other people in addition, but uh, in the end, like three weeks later and probably uh, 10 or more auditions later, I, I couldn't get them out of my head. Wow. And yeah, they made sense. So I just called them back and were like, you were my first, my first, like, yeah, um, yeah you were my favorites. <laughs> they're, they're not like, this is very basic, but they're not happy people, I guess, right? There's there's an underlying <laughs> sadness with them. Like even the way you shot it, there's like the the, the production design there's like there's not many primary colors like it's pretty like blah blah i guess right yeah i'm the the characters are, are you talking the characters or the actresses themselves no i'm talking about the characters yeah oh the characters yeah i'm just thinking about yeah. the characters yeah. <laughs> they could be the happiest people in the world it's just who they're playing i guess right yeah it's it's yeah. sort of yeah it, there is this atmosphere of quietness and I really wanted their complicity. Um, they're, they're pretty close, but I didn't want them to sort of be too extroverted towards yeah. one another. Um, I, I still wanted to have that idea that they're close, they're sisters, they love each other, but there's still sort of a distance, um, whether it is because from the curse or because of just their different personality types. And yeah. I think a lot of like their personalities is shaped by how the curse affects the family you know one is just like not interested in magic at all just wants to live her life um freely and she's pretty um not not naive or innocent but more um frivolous i i don't really know how to say it in english but yeah just carefree carefree and the other one is very grounded in the sad realities well she's she's dealing with death every moment of the day i guess right yeah yeah. yeah so that's so, yeah no it comes it totally comes across like 100 percent. so where did you load the terms of the location where did you find the location well i was pretty lucky that i had uh housemates that were going on a trip that weekend okay. and so i just used the house that i was renting uh with my housemates so um actually like um there's a scene in which one of the sisters uh, locks herself in the room and cries that was my bedroom um, so I shot everything at my home. Did much. you change like the aesthetic of the home? Yes, a little. I mean, well, um, most of the living room stayed the same. I just rearranged, you know, some of the paintings, some of the books, yeah. uh, what I wanted to be in the shot. But uh, the thing is, I wrote the story within that house, where, yeah. whether it was in my room or in the living room. And it sort of like became a character because I it, it was locked down. And so... I knew that I sort of wanted to have that house and with all these different tapestries and images, it, it felt like it had a, like a, 
a vibe, a soul, and energy, and I really wanted to. Well, as the, as the cliche goes, like write what you know, right? So you're like you're yeah. you're locked down, and you're just writing yeah. your location, I guess, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And also, I mean, I'm not. I wouldn't say that I was lazy to do that, but it was COVID, and I was also telling myself I want to write something that can be shot in not so many different locations yeah. and that you know still can have an intensity to it. And the house just felt right somehow. So yeah, did it you, was my hope. <laughs> did you like? Did you like? It's like everything's kind of like static because it, it it fits the aesthetic of the film. Did you like storyboard anything, or did you just have like a shot list with your DP? Like, how did you go about uh, fixing your your shot list? Yeah, I storyboarded everything. I oh wow, yeah, <laughs> with you know potatoes with arms and <laughs> and stick figures. But yeah, I storyboarded pretty much everything because again, yeah, I I was lucky enough to live on the location, so I already knew where I would place the cameras and what sort of struggles I would encounter to shoot within that place because it is not a huge house so you still have to keep in mind that your shots are going to be pretty close they're, they're not going to yeah. move a lot or at least like tracking shots were you know a possibility but very tricky to install so I sort of worked with that but yeah I storyboarded everything and yeah it I, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't too um, difficult, I'd say, to do it. It was just the process of it was pretty long. Um, and I had to do it, you know, after school at every at any moment that I could do it. But it was fine in the end. Did the, did the actors uh, watch your film? They yeah, yeah. yeah. What did they think of it? Um, they I am proud to say that they loved it. <laughs> yeah, they did a really good yeah. job. And, and honestly, I, I kept on asking them, are you okay? Is it, was it good? Are you proud of your performance, et cetera? And they kept on reassuring me uh, because I was the neurotic one. And they were like, no, it was an amazing experience. And they were very glad to do it. One actress, um, Bella, the, the, the tall blonde supermodel <laughs> um, came to tell me afterwards that she was very happy that she had to, um, the opportunity to play something different than, you know, the, the bombshell or the femme fatale because she's often cast in that and she was like I am tired of those roles yeah. where I'm either saved by a man with a gun or yeah. I'm just playing a top model on a beach I want yeah. I want dialogue <laughs> yeah. and so yeah they were pretty happy. vanity is typecasting her I guess right yeah yeah sort of yeah <laughs> so what did you think about the audience feedback the American audience feedback video that we sent you it was, oof, I, I was so, I was honestly shaking <laughs> because, I mean, I was shaking um, before starting the video because I'm always very, very afraid to show what I do. Um, but I was shaking also by the end because of emotion. And I was very um, glad and grateful that people received it so well and had such nice things to say about it. And just yeah, they were they were very kind and and yeah, I was I was delighted. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a nice solid short film, uh, student short film. It's like it was your first film, right? Yeah, I, I worked on different short films as a student. Uh, director, it's your first like, film, but it was my first like yeah. written, directed, etc. Like. Yeah. amazing job so you're on your way so if you guys i was on your website today jessiecloud.com oh, yeah. so you have like other projects you're working on you're you said you're in you're in paris right now 
Yes, um, I'm writing a, a short film right now that I'm hoping to shoot um, possibly in Paris, but also in my homeland in Martinique, um, my home island. Um, I also worked as a first director, um, first director assistant um, earlier this year, which was hectic and amazing. I really, really loved it. So um, hopefully when I'm not working on my you know, passion projects and writing depressing films, I can help other filmmakers uh, by doing either, you know, um, yeah, um, assisting or anything that has to do with being on set, really. Um, but yeah, I'm also working on um, series Bibles. Uh, I have two so far that I'm working with, with um, my best friend and co-writer. So uh, yeah, things are slowly starting to get in motion. I'm pretty young still, so... Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, just just keep at it. And so, yeah, th that's my suggestion. Just keep 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 that the grind. And you got a nice little social media uh, yeah. uh, th uh, thing going on. So, yeah, nice website. And it's kind of it's very distinct. And it's uh, yeah, you're on your way. So it's like nice. Like I said, nice first like your thesis film, nice solid project, very universal thematics. And uh, of course, it's got that like they said, like the, it's a nice grab because it leads to that question of like, when do you want to know when you die? So it's like nice, like, I like what you said too about kind of like having like relationship movies, but using kind of a fan, fan a fanatical or kind of supernatural elements to kind of like tell that story. It's a good, that's a good way to go. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so uh, we'll talk, let's talk again when you make your next film and, uh, and good luck in Paris. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Hassan Benford Incorporated.